0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the War Room, which is our interview series as part of the Clone Star Pod. I am your host, Sean Ferrick, and I am very, very happy to say that joining me this week is multiple award winning composer of Star Trek Prodigy, Star Trek Strange New Worlds, Thor, Love and Thunder, and perhaps most importantly, the Short Trek Q&A. It is the wonderful Nami Manomad. Nami, thank you so much for joining me.
1: Thank you. Um. Yes. Q and q and A is is the biggest of them all. Um, yes.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, I mean
1: Thor is uh, just a little indie film, you know.
0: <laughs> right. Right. Like you know, I I I think it's 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 great that you know you're taking time as your 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 star is just completely shining over all of Hollywood. You're doing these smaller films, you know, that you're you know kind of still still kind of like <laughs> listen. I, I, I this is my my buddy my my, my, my buddy Tyker was doing a film you know
1: passion project <laughs>
0: <laughs> um okay oh my god like i'm i'm so excited talking to you like thank you so much for for sitting down um we were on, on the podcast we are um by no means do we play close to the chest how much we love particularly prodigy and strange new worlds obviously but um you know, we're kind of marvel fans as well so that kind of that's, Oh, great <laughs> this is a little bit exciting I, w- I won't lie um but yes um i've I've so much to ask but first of all um how are you
1: <laughs> i am good i am just about to deliver episode 202 of uh of uh star trek prodigy um. So I am very excited about that. I wish I could say more <laughs> about it, but there's gonna be a lot of cool surprises in this. Um, and uh yeah, so and I've I've started the next episode. Like it's um I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for people to see it. Um and uh yeah, all uh, all is well in uh the- in Los Angeles. (laughs)
0: This this, this, this is amazing. This is amazing.
1: My my, my cat has been very nice today, so (laughs) I'm generally happy.
0: (laughs) Um, uh, Here is a pointless story for you. I I am not a a cat parent myself, but I've been a cat house sitter. So I have a tiny little, a tiny, tiny bit of expertise in that when your cat has a good day, it's a good day overall.
1: Yeah, it it is. It really influences you. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. He's he's been he's he's been nice. <laughs>
0: so. Um. So I I I I want to ask. Well, I don't want to ask so much, but particularly so as as of recording. Um. We're about. It's just probably about a month after Star Trek Prodigy season one has completed its uh, airing. Um, and I just want to say, full on, as a fan. I bloody loved the soundtrack. It was brilliant. Um, okay. So first of all, well done, and thank you so much for that.
1: Thank you. I mean, I, I, I'm very proud of it. <laughs> like, I'm super proud of it. Like, you know, I'm, I'm like extremely super, super very, 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 I'm very proud of it. Um, and then uh, I like that we can release all the albums like kind of very close to the series. Um the last one will be uh will be out in in February. Um, so I'm very, very happy about that. Um, so yeah, it's really cool. (laughs) It's very fun Uh, to write for it. I I
0: I would I would well imagine that one of the fun things I must imagine about doing Star Trek is that you can do any number of genres in a you know, in one season. You can do horror cues, um comedy, (laughs) action, everything like it's kind of like right. Here's the entire gamut of what you can do. Have fun for a season.
1: Yeah, especially episodes like a holiday episode, like episode uh, six, no, 17, I think it was, um, where, you know, you get get this like, okay, now you're going to write a pirate queue and now you're going to write this... 80s music, uh, you know, fight scene cue. And then you're going to write jazz music for, for that club. And then, you know, with all of that, you still have to weave all the themes and all the motifs and 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 make it still cohesive to our show. Uh, and still, you know, so, so it is a bit of a challenge um, sometimes um, outside of the regular challenge of writing animation, which moves super quickly. And this is as opposed to live action, for example, Strange New Worlds where there's more time for everything uh but on prodigy or animation in general you have to move so quickly between moods um so for a moment you'll be you know uh, on a dramatic thing then 10 seconds later you have to hit a, some sort of a joke um then you shift the mood to a mystery and then the mystery intensifies and then it, you know there's an action cue or you know so so all these adventures are very those transitions are very quick so what i what i often do spend a lot of time on finding the right timing the right place to change um and and the way to introduce that change uh in that that it feels um very smooth and very authentic and and not like a um like a cut thing or or, so the shift is not you know um not unnatural or so the shift is natural (laughs) um (laughs) So, yeah, so that's, you know, a lot of times it, it would be me just just trying out like the frame, this frame or that frame or, you know, and I'll go back and forth. And if somebody sits here and listens, sometimes my mom does that or, you know, other guests and <laughs> they just, you know, imagine you just, you know, I, I switch switch the the frame like, you know, and I play it back and I play it back and I play it back. Uh, and i I think other people go mad with with this because you know it's very hard to spot that difference, but for me, I'm like there's a it's a huge difference <laughs> and ultimately, you know you you when you when you watch it and and it lands for you, then you know a, a lot of it is is the score is is how that score is relating to the dialogue and when was the dialogue and uh, you know, even if if the chord changes a second before or a second after, it it makes a huge difference, um, in how you feel it. Uh, even if you don't really, you know, you don't really un- understand, you know, that it's that. Um, but yeah. Anyway, that was <laughs> me geeking out about uh timing <laughs> of 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 music.
0: Yes, that that is totally fun. Please, by all thank means, you for, thank out. you for
1: coming to my TED talk. Uh, I appreciate
0: it. <laughs> that was, cool. I mean, that was bloody good value for money. I didn't think I was gonna get it. No, I'm but like but if, it, that, that beti- actually, that episode, the holiday episode. Um, uh, we, we obviously we reviewed that there recently, and the, it was one of the things that stands out is how well that change is managed of themes throughout the episode. So, like, I'm yeah. Uh, obviously in terms of visually you're going from like club noir to as you say like you know pirates on the high seas and uh, we were sitting there going like you know like hang on and then you look at the clock and like it's only been 15 minutes and we've had something like we've had half of the genres of big budget hollywood in the last five seconds like what's what's going on but like when that script came through Um, Was 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 there a moment of like you know elation like I get to do so much and then also, you want what next week?
1: (laughs) Well, (laughs) yeah, there's there's always a time constraint, so that's a thing (laughs) that happens. Um, Big budget? No, it's not big budget at all. (laughs) Big budget Hollywood is like a a, a different, (laughs) different world, (laughs) a different universe. That's Marvel. That Marvel is. uh, is big budget Hollywood um Prodigy is is not uh but but it's it's very fun to do and I I I think I think as long as the people who are doing it love it as much as they do and I I know I I do so I I don't mind working like extra you know whatever it takes to make this to make it right because I you know for me it's it's my it's my favorite Star Trek show so I you know here I said it um (laughs) Oh my god. Um. So so yeah. So it's it's you know it's personally important for me and also my nephews watch it. So it has to be good. It has to be good. Um. So I'll you know I'll 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 go the extra mile and uh yeah it doesn't you know, it, I I also enjoy the challenge. Like I I do like when when I'm asked to write something completely different and completely out of my comfort zone because it, that will push me further. To do something, you know, that I haven't done before, you know, to to boldly go where, where I haven't gone before. So, uh, you know, and and that with that comes to mind. Episode seven, actually, where where they um uh they they do that first contact uh with with the um, uh, Shumari, uh and and you know the the Ferengi episode, um. So that also that was a very I remember we did a few passes of the music there because because the Simari were were speaking this musical language and it was about how how do we convey that it's so alien and so weird uh when we go to that planet as opposed to that beautiful song at the end of that choral song that they sing to them um so that was a lot of exploration to do and uh you know, surprisingly, that was that was a huge challenge to to kind of go a little less musical and more like music that is more sound designing in in a way like more, um, more sound based, uh, more more soundscapes, more texture, more percussions, and less of a melodic thing.
0: It's it sounds like you know in this one series alone, and obviously we'll talk about uh Strange New Worlds as well in a moment, but there's been so much experimentation, um, yeah. <laughs> which is just like as a as a viewer and as a listener, I suppose, in, in this case, it's been exciting. It's been different Um, because, you know, uh, I don't think anyone listening will be shocked to say that I've been listening to Trek music for a while now. Um, And there are. Th- there's so much going on in terms of the soundscape of Star Trek all the way back from from Alexander Courage right the way through to today um and it's it's so refreshing and fun to hear just new i ide- i suppose new ideas come all the time how how how, how am i going to phrase this? new approaches right. to but it know, gonna... it, needs
1: to, it needs to stay in, in the in that universe though so you know you have that little challenge of like how do you create something New and exciting, and still feel within the boundaries of of track, mm. and not to make it feel like Star Wars, <laughs> because I, for one, <laughs> am a huge, huge John Williams fan, and to me, I grew up. Yeah, I also grew up on on you know the music of James Horner and Michael Giacchino and and Jerry Goldsmith, but you know m- the maestro, I I would you know know his scores by heart like since i was like super little is williams even ever since home alone like that (laughs) that's so early on and then harry potter and and star wars all these things so um and especially on on that first episode of prodigy uh you know it does have a little you know and some some fans have said that that it feels like like star wars uh, you know, a bunch of kids from Star Wars are introduced to what Star Trek is, <laughs> and then they go through that. You know, and it trekifies uh, with time, which, which I I can understand this. Um, and so, uh, you know, in in a way, I I wanted to get get far from from those Williams influences, but I I think there's still a tiny little bit there in my entire music all overall <laughs> um so that was a little bit of a challenge uh but yeah you, you kind of want to honor the the legacy of of track composers um you know and and uh, same same for the the use of of thematic material from from track before um, I get to do that more on Stranger Worlds because because we're allowed to use more. Uh you know, this is a technicality about the rights um of, of synchron rights from, from Paramount uh versus Nickelodeon. Um but yeah, with, with with Prodigy, we could, you know, we can we can quote the um the the original fanfare from, from Alexander Courage. Um but then when do you do that is always a question of like do you, you don't want to overuse it um and then you 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 so it has to be very tasteful um but you do want to use it in in a way that is you know you want to make it star trek um so yeah i've I've, you know i'm i'm lucky because i'm i am I know the music very well from from previous shows like i've i've watched i probably i watch every show except for the only show i'm not caught up on is discovery season four um But but overall, I I watch you know every week when it comes out, whatever comes out, you know whether lower decks, Picard, whatever it is, even prodigy, so you know, I'll watch the episode. Um. So. <laughs> uh So yeah. So so I'm very very well versed in what's what's you know even what what Chris Westlake is doing, what Jeff Jeff Russo is doing, um. So I I, you know, I'm very influenced by everyone, I think, and most importantly from from Michael, which you know, that's a given that I would be influenced by him. Um, so yeah, so I think I think all of this comes out especially in Prodigy uh, because that shows so much, you know, there's so much excitement and so much energy with the kids and and uh, discovering all these new things about Star Trek. Like, you know, you kind of, yes, you you discover what Starfleet is through the eyes of kids who are aliens <laughs> that's such a brilliant concept so um so the music also kind of discovers that with them um and and it does as long as you know as they uh make their way towards Starfleet um you do notice that 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 music becomes more and more and more like like a Star Trek uh score <laughs> uh especially in season two you're, you're gonna hear much more influences of of previous uh Star Trek stuff so yeah it's fun.
0: I mean like it's it's it it definitely like it sounds fun I mean in every sense of the word like when you're sitting there just listening you're like I know this 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 is good this this is good crack
1: yeah and then you have all the stuff that are regular for for show which you know to me I'm I'm a more uh let's say traditional composer I like storytelling um you know in the core of of melodies and and um, you know, thematic materials that are identified with a certain character, instrumentation that is uh, identified with a certain character, and then developing these motifs throughout the time. And so, um, I I really enjoy a piece like that where you know you can introduce the diviner theme uh, on the first episode, and by episode twenty, um, create something so, you know, that it direct it directly, um, is uh connected to that first uh, firstly introduced theme, but it's, it's now something, you know, much more that we're connected to as the audience, cause we've heard it and we have heard how it develops and how his relationship with Gwyn develops and how he changes through time. Um, so, uh, so that's, that's, and how it connects to the Val theme. So, so, you know, it's, it's really nice to make those, those connections. Same, same for Dal, same for, for Zero, like, you know, th- those and, and Rock, uh, like all, all these things are are it's really fun to do and, and you can only do that with with a show that is really developing throughout a long time because if it's a movie then you know it's over very quickly but a show like this like especially Star Trek the Star Trek franchise really allows you to elaborate on, on things which is great. Like you, you know the to me that my, my Janeway theme I, I see it as as an extension of, of the Jerry Goldsmith theme from, from early on like to me that is like okay how, how does she continue as an admiral like what's what what would that be what would that sound like how how is that and so yeah it's it's definitely a direct influence from from goldsmith um yeah
0: <laughs> oh, it, it is it's gospel um our our editor uh chris um so he is his. If you ever ask him like, okay, Chris, you know, what, what's your favourite? It's like opening credits. Um, he'll he he won't even take breath before he's like, Oh, it's gotta be it's gotta be Voyager, it's gotta be Voyager. So wait, so every <laughs> week we'd be going through an episode and there would be at least once where he's like, I got Voyager in that moment. And I was just like, Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> I, 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 I see where you're going with that. So that for him, he's just like every week is like, Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, this is this is this is definitely the sequel we've been waiting for um and i get it but i, I suppose then is there is, is there then a challenge itself in and so you've mentioned actually and i'd love to you know kind of go into a little bit as well of like was there ever a moment of okay look let's do a big statement of jerry goldsmith's team here first of all can you do that and second of all is is there a challenge in like well we also don't want to do that because it's This isn't Star Trek Voyager. This isn't, uh, you know, Jerry Goldsmith. This is we're doing our own thing as well. You know, is there like, you know, I'd love to put that passage in, but no, I will not do this. I, I will do my own thing here.
1: Right. Um, so this is a, okay, the 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 two-part question. Um the first part is no, we cannot use the Jared Goldsmith okay. theme as is. Like we can't, I can't go and do exactly that. Uh that would be a violation of rights uh that we don't have. Um but uh, but also we didn't really need to do that because on on you know when when the kids are introduced to the protostar, it's a protostar, it's not Voyager. It's not, you know, yes, it's hologram Janeway, it's not the J- Captain Janeway from Voyager. Um, so it needed to be a reminder for for uh, the adult viewers or people who know Star Trek, um, and are, you know, to to provoke that that nostalgic uh, feeling and and you know, those those that, that love to Voyager that I have as, as, as a Trekkie who loves Voyager. um, So, but the kids who, you know, the main target audience of the show is not really does is not familiar with with a show that has been produced in the 90s like they don't know it <laughs> so so it's okay if we we don't exactly do that music because it's not like the, it's gonna affect their emotional connection with the show um so it was you know the idea was to go around it so to find you know and and there's tricks musical tricks that you could do to to provoke that same feel whether it's instrumentation so here for example, um the use of woodwinds, uh, the way that Jerry Goldsmith does that, or a little but a little bit of glockenspiel, or a little bit of of the, those timpani hits um and the muted horn. So there, there's like all these elements that really provoke that that feel of 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 Voyager. Um, and so yeah, it was a bit of a challenge to do that twice. Uh because the first time you have the hologram Janway, then you have Admiral Genway. um So um you know and i'm not gonna say what's happening in in season two but i, I will say th- those challenges continue <laughs> for me as a writer uh to you know to to continue to go there um so it's 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 fun and it's challenging and i i enjoyed because because you know i i actually get to learn from you know the greatest master uh of, of film scoring jerry Goldsmith. um so it's it's been fun and and uh you know I I actually have the the motion picture score here uh like the actual book um the the book of the score so it's on my piano and I sometimes I sometimes just study a cue um so I'll you know I'll analyze what chord progression it is I'll play it on piano I'll look at the instrumentation and you know you, you got you kind of want to do that research and you know you're not you don't want to write what he did but you you want to be influenced by it at, at, at certain moments um so yeah you do your homework it's part of you know it's part of your job
0: <laughs> it, I, I mean yes absolutely fair and and i guess as well like you I mean you are a trekkie yourself so yeah. <laughs> like there's also like you know kind of there's probably stuff that like you want to uh like bring forward as well like you know, like you know yeah yeah, we could get a bit of Leonard Rosenman in there as well. Yeah, we we, we could do that, you know, we can like, you know, kind of no one's heard cliff Edelman in a while. Let's throw that in there now as well, you know. No, that's um, the thing.
1: I I can't do these things. I can I can bring a memory of something. Um not I mean on Prodigy, uh except for the courage theme. Um on Strange New Worlds, I can do that way more. Uh because that that is um you know, all, all of these most of the things that you mentioned are owned by Paramount. So so they could potentially you know um, re-record that music or rearrange that music or you know quote that music, and um, you know and and those writers will still get the writer share on on the what we call cue sheet uh, in music. So they'll they'll get royalties for that for that performance when it, when it airs, um, but Paramount is legally allowed to do that. <laughs> well. Yeah. You know, well, you know, if if you and I created a film and we wanted to use the, the um the motion picture theme from, from Goldsmith, then uh we would need to get the rights for that uh from the rights holder. That would be a lot of money. Uh you know, just as a sync license. Uh and even if we wanted to re-record it, we'll still have to pay that that license. So it, it would be a lot. Um, so that that's what I what what I'm saying. Uh but again, those there are ways that you could, you know, if if you wanna evoke a certain feel um but you're not exactly quoting so
0: cool also i just love oh uh, it's on the record that you've just pitched that we'll make a film together absolutely brilliant i am totally down <laughs> that is that is no problem that is no problem at all i cannot wait um, <laughs> all right,
1: Sounds all right. Good.
0: excellent cool 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 <laughs> Drama, hundred percent. kind of. I'll just, I'll just, you know, kind of like, I'll just do whatever is neat. I'll, I'll show okay. run. I'll produce whatever. But you just do everything. You, you, and I'll make it happen.
1: Born taking over the the earth, and they are taking over the 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 production, and they produce a, a like a like a Star Trek for for um, for Gorans.
0: <laughs> Don't add. That oh, would actually be so cool. And we got to get both <laughs> versions of the Gorn. The, the Gorn that, you know, or all three. The one from the original series, the one from Strange New Worlds, and yeah. the one the cartoon ones from Lower Decks as well. But all oh three God, in yes. the same episode.
1: And it would be called Where No One Has Gorn Before.
0: <laughs> we need to copyright that title right now. That is, that's, that's too good. That, that, is too that, cool. that
1: title goes on, on one of the albums for Stranger Worlds whenever that comes out. Um, but yes.
0: That is actually fantastic. Um, That's that, that actually because I do I obviously I want to talk about Stranger World as well, but I just want to go back a little bit to yeah, QA. To, oh QA. Like, All right, QA. Big, yes. So cause because QA, so um, and also I just want to say bring back short tracks. But um <laughs>
1: Yes, uh, I, I agree. I, I I wish they they would. That that would be amazing. It was such saw. a nice playground too for for trying out like new ideas and new like especially the the animation. that the animation that Michael did was incredible. Um, so yeah, I yeah. I, I do hope to bring that back. But,
0: like I suppose, kind of how did how did it go about that? It you go from um the biggest trekkie that has ever been known to suddenly you're scoring Q and A. Is it a uh, when I say a simple audition process is it like uh, it's nice and straightforward uh, you know the opportunity comes up I do a sample of music or or how ha- how does that happen you know everyone who has ever wanted to do something for Star Trek is dying to know the answer to this question
1: oh <laughs> um well it's it's not like I uh I got lucky Let, let's just say it that way um I mean I I have worked with Michael uh, Michael Chicchino on uh American an American pickle which is um, a Seth Rogen movie and a very different vibe. It's like a a Jewish drama slash comedy slash dramedy, let's say. And and a little bit of fantasy, too, because it's like, you know, this this um, immigrant guy from 1919 and he, you know, he's being pickled uh, for 100 years. He's basically the Captain America of pickles. Um, (laughs) He's he's being brined for 100 years and (laughs) um and he wakes up in in 2020 or 2019 at the time um and he meets his great grandson and and both are both roles are are set rogan so it's a very you know <laughs> it's a funny comedy it's like fish out of the water very jewish like because because the immigrant the you know the older the older set rogan is very orthodox jew and the 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 millennial set rogan is definitely not so there's this this cultural clash as well. Um and it was a very different, you know, musical genre, but but I think um I think Michael was very impressed w- with what I was doing for this film. Um and so when that opportunity came up to do a short track, um, he basically recommended me to uh Alex Kurtzman. And Alex was like, okay, let's take chances because that's um, you know that's that's kind of that's why i'm i really appreciate those short tracks, cuz i feel like they they took a chance on like y- you know people they they haven't worked with before or people who um you know let's say we're assisting assisting editors and then they you know edited or you know it was it was more of a um like a try, try trying new things, and 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 yes, they also tried the ensemble for Stranger New Worlds. I mean, that was kind of, you know, it was. Uh, it's funny to say that it's the pilot because the real pilot was aired like what sixty years ago. Um, wait, 99, oh, yeah, nine right? Like, or am I or eight?
0: The, sure.
1: the very first episode of Star Trek.
0: Oh yeah. I, um. When did that actually get aired? Because I know okay. it was made sixty four but it was only aired yeah, right. so the, the 80s or yeah. something, was it
1: no no it, it aired sometime around uh either 67 8 or 9 i i can't remember we have to check that uh we're bad trekkies oh my god
0: <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> but, uh, there was a star trek before uh before strange new worlds what when did that happen
1: yeah but what i'm saying is that that's the original pilot for that but like q and a was also sort of a pilot and um and yeah, so so that's, uh, you know, that's kind of how it happened. Like they, my agent called me and she's like, what are you doing tomorrow? And I'm like, I don't know, like having lunch with you. Like I thought I thought you wanted, you know, I thought it was a, way, a playful way to ask, you know, if I have plans. Um, and then she's like, uh, well, n- no, but you're you're going to meet with Alex Kurtzman and you're going to do a spotting session for Star Trek. And I, I'm i almost like super glad that I didn't know about it before because I would freak out completely. Um, and the fact I didn't have time to prepare at all was I mean that was great because <laughs> I you know I I would get inside my head. Um, so yeah, and then there I was on the bridge of the Enterprise the next day and it was Spock's first day and it was my first day and uh, you know, I kind of had that same feeling like Spock so um I just translated it to to how it feels for me to be there. <laughs>
0: That is, that, that's, and it's so cool how that came about as well. Like that's, because I, when when we got to see Q&A originally, like, I think everyone who had gone through Discovery Season 2 and we'd fallen in love, I suppose, again with Spock, but fallen in love with these characters. And then we got to go back and see Day 1. We're just like, I need to yeah. see more of this. I need yeah, to see more yeah. of this right now.
1: Exactly. And and the thing is like, you know, the, the actual episode has spock and una in the elevator for a long time (laughs) and i was like what am i doing musically there like that was a little challenging i i went back and forth on this i I remember like it was I was really considering what to do there and how how to how to pass that time and um how to how to you know how to evoke the feeling that una gets tired from all of spock's question eventually (laughs) and the eggplant thing (laughs) like that was that was really funny. um. But yeah. And then the thing is when you watch, when you, when you start working on, on, on that live action uh, stuff, uh, you know, especially this, there's like so, so many visual effects that are missing. So sometimes you see all these, you see the set, you see, you know, how, how it looks like on this. It's really cool. I, I actually really enjoy um, that. I get to see it like several times. So I see it, you know, before before those effects and sometimes with a little bit of animation after and then with the final effects and it's just it's so cool to see um because you also you see things that you know (laughs) that are sometimes funny or or, are not going to be there um so yeah (laughs)
0: like like, I just think like so say for example um oh I can give
1: you an example from, from Thor, for uh, like, you know, Taika Waititi, like, I mean, he plays um, Korg, right? Mm. So um, before the visual effects, you could really see him reading his lines from the, from his phone. Because <laughs> that, that, that's not going to be there, right? So you just see him <laughs> standing there and then there's Korg's head. <laughs> there's that reading and it's hilarious it's 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 really funny
0: <laughs> I, I, I just imagine there's that moment of just like i want to honor this joke by putting some sort of cue in there no 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 the audience must never know uh, must, we won't we won't break this magic and yet um, but um yeah,
1: but, but easter eggs are fun you, it's fun to do it <laughs>
0: I, I, how, how long how long really of um of, of a gap for you as a composer then, is there between Q and A and Strange New Worlds? So oh. obviously we then get the finished product, so we get it when it comes out. But of course you're there way back. Is it day one of Strange New Worlds you're in there, or how far into production were they? You know when when you were just oh, like well, I am
1: the Q and A. Oh my god, no, they they didn't even. You know, they were. I think they were thinking about a show at that time, but nobody confirmed it. Nobody. Uh, I didn't know about it. I, I was walking after the sound mix. I walked with the editor and and then he said, like, you know, if they do a show, I think they'll, they're going to hire you. <laughs> and I was like, I wish I wish they would. But like it wasn't until probably a year and three months later or a year and two months later where I got the call. Um, So for me, going from from q and I went to Prodigy. Um, And then from Prodigy, I went to Strange New Worlds. After, basically after we completed the Prodigy um, pilot, the first pass of it, like it wasn't even the final pass or anything. And it was was not the best first pass. So I will say, I actually thought that they didn't like what I did. (laughs) um uh yeah i i thought i thought i was messing up and then it turned out that i wasn't (laughs) but uh yeah that's how it went down so it was prodigy then strange worlds um much later on
0: now obviously i I wasn't there for those early sites but i can tell like as a listener you didn't mess up Uh, yeah like like it sounds it sounds great but of course like i, I i'm spoiled i get the finished product but yeah it's right, no,
1: but they had a lot of notes i mean it's it's okay to have notes it's it's interesting because like the first episode they there was a lot of notes in the second episode there was like maybe two notes like it was it was a very fast learning curve <laughs> <laughs> um so so yeah uh but yeah so that i think it was the end of 2020 um really december 2020 when when uh uh, they asked me to do strange worlds so
0: that, oh, that both feels time. like so long ago and yet not at the same time
1: yeah and then then it took about a, you know almost a year to to start that like i think we started maybe october or september or somewhere
0: um, um so yeah, was was prodigy season one like completely in the camp was there any bleed over between the two and oh, then yeah no of...
1: there was a lot of bleed between the two which makes it a little bit confusing because i you know i write for strange new world and all of a sudden i put the Protostar star theme in there and i'm like no this is the Protostar. star i should not do that oh that 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 does happen um and the same thing he like the other way around like just recently uh this is on episode one at 201 for first uh for um for prodigy and i i i find myself quoting something from you know, and I'm like, this is so good. (laughs) Like, I really like this. (laughs) It sounds really familiar though. What is this? And then and then I realized this is something I did for, for season two of Strange and World. So I'm like, no, I can't. This is this is a different timeline. Like uh, I mean, it it is I'm sorry, it's the same timeline, but it's different <laughs> centuries. Like, no, I'm not doing that. Um, so yeah, but at, luckily I I now completed um Strange and World season two. So that's off the table for me for now. Um, so I can just focus on prodigy, which is it's much easier to do just one Star Trek show at a time.
0: <laughs> of course, and especially because because they are they are completely different shows, they're completely separate. But also, they are in that same universe. Um, like it, it must be so. T- I mean, I, I I I I couldn't imagine. I wouldn't want to be like. I mean, would they really notice if I slipped the Protostar theme in here? No, no, no! Don't do it! Don't do it! Um,
1: well, actually- I maybe I'll do it at one point. You know, at some point down the line, if if it's justified, I I would do it. Um, same for for strange and world like yeah for product like I would do it um but I, you know I I wouldn't do it without justification I never do anything without justification like it's it fan service is, is not you know it's not reason enough to do things. Um, it, it, fan way. service yeah
0: <laughs> it, it's it's a it, it's a real kind of knife's edge to walk because. I mean, I am a tricky. Give me all the fan service, please, 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 please. And then right. uh, there's various projects in existences, yeah. where like they went maybe too heavy on fan service, um, and you're kind of like, I realize, be careful what yeah. you wish for. Yeah.
1: It's it's interesting, like because a lot of fans like they think, oh, you know, uh I quoted um uh the Archer theme or uh like Cliff Edelman thing. And I'm like, no, I I the, I didn't. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't do it because it's not justified. Like if, if it was justified, sure, but it's not. So, you know, <laughs> like no, it's it's not, but it's nice to see those those theories. I actually enjoy seeing like all, all the fan theories, it's very nice. Um you know because i also have my own theories when i start a show like you know even even this show like you know at first i thought you know where where is this going with una and and like what is this like a regular friendship or something else like (laughs) i was i was debating there for a moment so you know it's it's fun to you know to to think extra of, of things it's it's you know and sometimes those those easter eggs are there so yeah.
0: Uh, so so you're confirming that in season 2 there will be something more to the relationship of Una and and thank you very much for that confirmation. No, okay, I, cool. I did that not is
1: say that. No. I I am saying that in season 2 um the 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 uh the Gorn is taking over the the enterprise and then we see them for 10 episodes just Good. just Gorn Gorn Captain Pike and Gorn um Spock.
0: I've just imagined Gorn Captain Pike with the hair
1: Yes. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And, that, and then okay.
1: everyone they just they open the hair salon and uh yes.
0: This sounds like a, all right. I, I this sounds like a Mirror <laughs> Universe Q&A this is going to happen, all right? So I, I we're going to start a, a, a whatever it is a, a fan campaign, a, a go fund me, hell, you know, do it. We'll oh, we'll, we'll we'll do it ourselves. Okay, cool. I like this.
1: Mirror Universe episode. Yes. I I you know, I I would love that. <laughs> Let's
0: do it. Uh, done. Done and uh, done. Somewhere, somewhere yeah, sure. in, in LA, <laughs> Alex Kurtzman's eye just twitched and he doesn't know why. He's like, hang on, what what what's what's just been agreed to? What's 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 going on?
1: <laughs> oh <my> god <laughs> Yep.
0: <laughs> um in so in um in Strange New Worlds, then when because that's actually really interesting. I didn't know that, for example, about the, the rights in terms of prodigy. Um, because I think even, even for myself, I think I assumed because it's still it's it's Star Trek. I know I know it's Nickelodeon, but it's Star Trek. So oh, Grant, it's the same. You know, it's the same warehouse in a different room. To maybe use that as an example, but so I didn't know that, for example. But then you you get to strange new worlds. Um, was it what was there a different feeling? It being a more Paramount production. Um, what like maybe could you describe the difference in writing for prodigy than for strange new worlds um was there you know kind of more of a initial temptation to let loose on on kind of like grand cool we're going to use everything here's the next generation thing well not but you know what i mean now that like this now that this library is open
1: well technically i never um so there's a difference between the movies and the shows um Hmm and as far as I knew up until uh up until I started working on Stranger Worlds is that even if I want to um I don't think I could use uh the the movie stuff at all like nothing from from uh James Horner nothing from from Goldsmith like I'm actually surprised that they were able to use that in Picard um I don't know how that worked out but I guess it worked out but Still, it's 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 a mystery to me. Like I I would love to know. I mean, maybe I should ask. Um <laughs> <laughs> I can ask Jeff. Um, but yeah, it's it's um, but again, there's no justification for us to use to use the the that theme, uh, because it's so affiliated with the next generation at this point, like yeah. and with the card, um, that I wouldn't I wouldn't do it, even though it's you know, it's an amazing theme, but it's I think because it was the opening theme song for TNG, um, they didn't really use that much in the score though. Um, but anyway, um yeah, it's a nice playground. Like I I you know it's 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 more in the Starfleet, like you know, the setting of Strange and Worlds as opposed to Prodigy is you know we're in starfleet on the flagship of starfleet and we're seeing the best star trek officers the starfleet officers and they're all perfect and like um not perfect but they're all you know capable and and um smart and brilliant and you know hammer is like incredible and lon is a super um you know super uh great uh security uh, officer and and then and then spock like you you know you got all this brilliance and everyone knows what star trek is and what the regulations are and what 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 a transporter is and what like uh what is um uh like uh what's that called uh ooh. not a holodeck but <laughs> they don't have a holodeck um fuck oh, i'm sorry i just did it, it it's out of my head, like the printer, the oh, replicator, <laughs> the replicator. Yes, there we go. I keep, I, thinking, I, I, I... I keep thinking that replicators were invented, like, sorry, the 3D printers were invented because of that. Oh, how like, sweet! Part of me is like, this was presented so early on in the 60s that somebody thought, hey, maybe we can do it, and, and now we have that. Like, this is the I think the 3D printers are our start for for what would become replicators at the end which is amazing um so that it does feel like you know that you know thought creates a reality um by anyway, that's a side story but yeah so we don't have to explain that and, and you know in prodigy we had to explain what what a replicator is and the, this episode where Jankom was like oh i can eat this for free like this is you know i don't there's no currency that i have to pay like and, and and they have to learn how like all all these these things that we take for granted because we're Trekkies and we know what Star Trek is. So um, so musically in in it's a, it's an easier space to be in for a track composer because you, you know you just you do the, the the Star Trek music that everyone is expecting to hear. Uh, you know, on the flagship Enterprise, that makes sense. Um, so yeah, so I get to use way more of the the Queer's theme. I can go back to like other uh, original themes from from the original series, like you, you know Spock, uh, Spock, Amok theme. Um, like that, you know. Uh, that was re- really really fun to, to do. Um, but I wouldn't be able to do that unless you know I, this was Paramount and yeah, the whole umbrella of, um, of Star Trek. Um, And it's just so irrecognizable. Um, And then there's, you know, the, it's fun to create new stuff as well. So, um, you know, hopefully, whenever the next uh, composer comes in for, you know, a new show down the line, that this is what I love about this legacy, because I'm part of of a big, you know, I know that there's going to be other composers after me, and there's going to be more shows. And I, I really hope that in 40 years there's still going to be Star Trek um so that's fun I, I hope they're going to use Janeway's theme or like you know or uh Uhura or Uhura theme Spock theme like it would be nice um you know we'll, we'll see we'll see what happens um, um
0: like I've I've no doubt I, I suppose you know because I was uh what do I know or, oh, I really
1: Ortega's theme that comes in in season two
0: Oh, well, I'm glad. I'm glad you've mentioned that. So, you, because thankfully Melissa Navias has said online, like, don't worry, the the Ortega's theme or the episode is coming because we were just like everyone else got an episode in season. So, I'm really excited for that one. We've got like well, not
1: everyone though. Chapel didn't.
0: Um, Did she? Can, can I just say how much I love Jess Bush as as Christine Chapel? Uh, one of the her, breakout too. characters.
1: I had no idea she was Australian. That that was, she fooled me. Because <laughs> <laughs> her accent on this is totally, that's that's great acting skills there. <laughs> like totally, totally, I thought she was American. <laughs> it's like, fair
0: fair play, fair play. It, is there, now I'm, gonna, I'm basically going to ask you to choose between your children for a moment. But of all of the, up through Stranger Worlds and Prodigy, do you have anyone who you're just like, oh yes, I get to write about this character.
1: Yeah, Janeway. I mean, that's that's really? that's a given. I don't even have to think about it. Admiral Janeway, um or Captain Janeway from Voyager or, or the hologram Janeway, um whatever version, you know what, even evil Janeway from uh, episode 9. <laughs> um I'll take it, you know. <laughs> she's she that that emo Janeway, that was that was incredible for me. Um yeah, she's just, you know, she's she's the 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 leadership that I think is Um, is an exemplary leadership like she'll she'll bend the rules when she needs to she'll bend bend the prime directive when she needs to she'll she'll find a way like uh, across things but she'll still you know she'll still be tough she'll still maintain her um her ideals like you know um and I don't know she's you know she's she's like a mom but but a cool you know I don't know. I I want to follow her, you know. Um and then yeah, Picard as well, but but Janeway. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Uh it, then, yeah, I
1: mean she... I, I appreciate all the captains. I'm sorry. Like <laughs> I love Pike as well. Um but yeah, for me Janeway is is just I I don't know. She has such a big impact on me. I think both as a viewer and just how she she leads. She's she's amazing. She's and she, and Kate Mulgrew herself is, is absolutely phenomenal. And not just in Star Trek, but also in um in the Orange is New Black, like other other shows she's worked on. She's just and, and that's a very different role. Like she plays red there. Um and that's you know, she she's incredible. Um, so just yeah. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot to learn from her.
0: Um well I, I, I like I totally and it's it's funny now, like, I remember when Prodigy was first announced um, and we were we were all kind of wondering, you know, okay, you know, we haven't really done this before in Star Trek. How are we going to do it? And then as soon as it was confirmed that Kate Mulgrew would be returning to his GMA, there was just, I, I remember myself being like, oh, that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, kind of, who, yeah. who better to bring a younger, uh, say, fan base or crew into the Star Trek world, then Delta. probably the one of the best teachers I think out of any of the uh, any of the captains, um, yeah. all of whom are amazing. We don't all the captains, but I mean, yeah. she
1: brought. Think about it, like she brought her crew back from the Delta Quadrant. Like, I mean, and they were stranded there. Like, this is this is a crazy, you know, this is a crazy thought, um, you know, to maintain your Starfleet values in in a place where. Nobody knows what Starfleet is when you're surrounded by crazy enemies like Species Nine Two, whatever that was, Eight Zero, <laughs> yeah. Eight Nine Five. I I don't know, and the Borg <laughs> and um, and those hunters. Uh, I mean, it's it's crazy. Um, so yeah, I mean, respect to, and her crew that was very divided at first. Um, you know there there was all the, the right like there, there was a lot of tension there as well and then you have this 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 7 of 9 who was like completely borg <laughs> at the time um and 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 so yeah this is voyager so and now she's she's in the delta quadrant again with with those kids um and uh i mean i'm talking about the, the hologram so yeah it, it it just makes sense that 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 would be the person that would be the person to to bring people back together to Starfleet. Um, So, so yeah, I, a lot of, a lot of appreciation for her. And when I started working on the show um, I, I remember listening to the first, you know, recordings of her and, and I, you know, I felt such a big awe for, for like, I'm, you know, first of all, I'm so excited to, to listen, to be one of the first people who listen, who's who gets to listen to, you know, to Captain Janeway again. And then uh, the other thing was like, oh, my God, I have such a big responsibility now. Like it has to be great because it's, you know, because Kate Mulgrew is going to hear (laughs) this, So I better do a good job. (laughs) Uh, No pressure at all. Um, So, yeah. And then she joined us on one of the Zoom uh, meetings and I I was just like, floored. it was just, you know, very emotional for me. Um, and then, yeah, I'm bummed because she was at Star Trek Day last year and I wasn't there because uh, I was working on the last episode for Prodigy um, and I couldn't go. And uh, I really hope she gets there next year so I can tell her in person um, that I uh, find her inspiring.
0: That is it. Also, just the, there's something about the fact that Star Trek got in the way of you going to Star Trek Day
1: well yeah <laughs> that, that, that <laughs> kind of sucked because like everyone was there like a lot of the 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 crew from uh well both shows and then the a lot of the ensemble from strange new worlds was there um and I was bummed to have missed it but uh, it was just a really busy time like I recorded for strange new worlds a couple days before actually we had Melissa Navia uh come come to the recording um and and then <laughs> uh, Prodigy was, was also recording, a few, like, I don't know, probably a day or two after, like, it was super stressed, um, and going would mean that I compromise my work, and I oh, do yeah. not compromise my work, I put it above everything, and, uh, I, yeah, I, ultimately, I'm super proud of what I accomplished with episode 20, because that was, um, you know, that was, yeah, it was, it was emotional to me to write as well, you know, um, I, I'm a big crier. <laughs> so that that part where they live the ship, um, they, they you know, they have to to let Janeway do that thing. And then when they discover that Janeway is is not really coming with them. Um, so all that section to me, I, I just wanted to perfect it. And yeah, I, I think ultimately, I, I, I did a good job, so <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's it was important enough um, to not go to Starfleet to Star Trek there.
0: <laughs> I I I I I think so, but like but yeah. but actually, like episodes nineteen and twenty, um, just the gamut in those two episodes, you have like the yeah, I just like the big like emotional cues because like you know episode yeah. nineteen, you're just like, oh, they're all dead. <laughs> okay, right. That's the it's just the end of Starfleet. Like you know, kind of like all right, bold direction for Prodigy to take the show. Where we're going to end Starfleet. We're just going to end <laughs> it right here. Um, and and and, it, and it's just yeah. And then we come along yeah. to the next one, and you know, by the time this airs, I I, I there'll be spoilers on the on the start of this episode. something by the time it airs, We get to Starfleet. We physically get to Starfleet for the first time in the season. Um, to Earth, I mean, sorry. And it, it's just like kind of like you know. I can only imagine what was funny. for to with me as a viewer. It was just like you know, hang on, I need to sit down. So this is there's a lot going on here. It um, is a uh, lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was a uh, yeah, but 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 that moment of I I didn't a hundred percent. I never saw the fate of the Protostar star coming from episode one right through to episode twenty. Didn't see that coming. Uh, yeah. I was kind of like, ah, what?
1: It's what? interesting. <laughs> a lot of people theorized that someone is going to die, and a lot of people guessed right that it would be the diviner. Um, but then I constantly thought that nobody is expecting that the protostar, which is a huge main character in this show, <laughs> is also going to sort of die. <laughs> um, like nobody expected that. Um, so yeah, it was a hard breakup for me, too. Like, you know, um, yeah. Uh, and then, and then hologram Janeway is what, like, you know, it was very, yes, we still, we'll still have, you know, we have Admiral Janeway. Mm-hmm. So it's not like we completely lose Janeway. Um, but yeah, part of, part of, you know, that is gone. And I think it's, it's also part of maturing, you know, and, and, um, because, because ultimately, you know, kids who started watching that show also grew up like from, from episode one until episode 20, uh, at the course of like two years, um, you know, people change, and <laughs> yeah. people grow up, and and our crew also grew up. You know, they're they're not exactly the the kids who left Tars Laura, uh in episode one. So, I mean, sometimes they are. Sometimes Dal is.
0: <laughs> it, 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 it's funny when we were going through the episodes. I remember the first few, um, uh, you know, where we used to be just like, I'm you know, like, oh, I'm I'm trying. Dal is getting a minor, and then it kind of around the time of Copy it was just like. I'm gonna give this kid a chance. I you know, hang on, maybe yeah, and then of course by the end it was just like, they done gave me an arc. All right then, okay. Yeah,
1: they gave me an arc. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty. And I, I, honestly, I'm, I think I'm most impressed by Gwen's arc, um, because because that's that's a huge arc of of you know from the girl who you know was with the bad guys um at the very beginning, um, you know goes to to try and 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 save her planet like you know that's kind of a you know a big a big change for her um and i recently watched i started re-watching the show with with my nephews um they live in israel and i'm super happy that show was dubbed into hebrew because now they can they can understand it um and so i've been watching it with them and they actually love dal and and they love murph and they they love rock like they're they're you know, I, I don't think that they see the same things that we see, but but um, but watching it with them is through their eyes. It's it's a great experience. And and then I I rediscover and then they're like, oh, is, is Gwen going to become good? <laughs> like they they were worried and they were they were worried about like, why why did Gwyn's father not choose her? Like it was, you know, they 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 really cared for her. And I I, I loved seeing that and, and how they, you know, they they come to care for her a lot. Um, and yeah so it's yeah I'm I'm happy to to watch it with them it's it's really um like uh that's the reason I do this show you know it's I I, I want to bring like and especially my family but but also like yeah I mean it's I I, I look at it as I'm expanding my my family like you know because we we're all kind of you know track is I I this is sounding so cliche but like You know, we can, you and I, we we can just talk about Star Trek now for like 20 days. We could, we could, (laughs) you know, it's just this thing we share and it's, it's not just a love for the show. It's the, the values that those shows are, are, you know, are bringing to the world. And, and we're just, you know, we're exploring all these like human feelings and human stuff through the eyes of aliens, through stars and tracks, but it's, it's feelings. It's really human stuff <laughs> um, it, it,
0: yeah. <laughs> you, you're so right I mean like that's one of the one of the wonderful wonderful things about Star Trek is that it takes contemporary does it in sci-fi but there's so much you identify with in every single thing uh, what, what I, I just have this image now in my head like when, when you're watching it with your nephews kind of like is there like a moment or metaphorically where you're kind of watching it and you know there's a cue that you're like particularly proud of that comes on you're just like I did that your aunt did that. That was that was me. I did that.
1: Well, I I I I am sorry to say that, but like literally everything.
0: I love it. I love it. And
1: rightfully so. I mean, I, I'm good, and I I own I own my work. I know I'm good, um, and I think it's important that people know their value, yep. um, especially in Hollywood, especially women in Hollywood. Um, where it's a pretty um very very male dominated industry still, especially with with film and TV scoring. Um, so I, I I feel like you know you if you're talented, you need to know your your, you know you need to share your confidence. You need to be um you know, you need to you're capable, so so just be capable, you know, and be proud of yourself. You know, these are great achievements and I'm I'm proud of them. Uh obviously there's like episode I I'm proud of more like episode uh 18 for me was like <laughs> a pretty great accomplishment I-, I felt like it was really capturing the comedy all those those beats of like you know I'm Captain Janeway <laughs> like what I'm Admiral J- uh, Admiral Janeway <laughs> like you know when they body swap like all that stuff all all the um yeah all the emotional beats um all all the even the pilot like the very first chase where where dal is trying to to leave taro Morra, like this is one of my favorite cues in the in the entire show um and same for stranger worlds there's a lot of like stuff i'm super super proud of so i can't really choose but I, yeah i think my most my my favorite piece of music is is the janeway theme uh so that that that's what plays uh on on the credits really from episode 14 onward um yeah
0: <laughs> uh, but like, i i know and and do you know, i i appreciate that like you know when when you know you're good at something own it like rightfully so i mean you know, you you're great yeah. music for star trek i'm jealous yeah well, but I'm also
1: I'm, I've been working at it for a long time now. Like it's I've just done episode 43 for me off Star Trek, right? So um that's that's a lot of flight time on Star Trek and a lot of time I spent on the bridge of the Enterprise or on the Bridge of the Protostar. So um, you know, I, I feel like yeah, there's there's a experience and and then there's also you know if you if you have a scene that you're having a different difficult time with for example it's a challenge something you're not really really you know you, you know you don't know how to tackle this and then you look back and you're like oh okay the, the, i've done all of this stuff before <laughs> Is this the deal breaker? Is this the scene that's going to break my career because I don't know what to do there? And then you're like, no, I'm good. I know what to do. (laughs) I'll figure it out. And then you figure it out. And so I I think that really helps you to push forward in a difficult time if you're in a time stress, like a time stress. you know, if if uh, if someone sends you a cut like <laughs> the day before the recording, or you know, which which does happen in n- not in Star Trek, but like in other productions, uh, and and you got to do it because no one else is going to do it for you. Um, You know, it's kind of like a Starfleet officer; you, it's your responsibility to do it. N- you know, if you don't do it, then y- you know <laughs> it's not going to end well. So you so you do it.
0: <laughs> you know. Uh- and 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 of course I, I say this as a Trekkie myself. Uh, so many trekkies, so forgiving of any of everything. You know, we're, we're we're a quiet bunch. We tend not to have opinions on anything. So if you know, <laughs> there's anything like that. <clears throat> Moving on. Um, oh, I have so
1: much opinions. Oh my god, I don't know what I should say them. <laughs>
0: this this, this is a safe space.
1: Are, most most of my opinions are about discovery. <laughs>
0: that is but actually that that that, that it, in a way that's hilarious as well because it, it must be so strange being a Trekkie and working in Star Trek do you ever get that moment of like do, 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 do I get to say this thing or or also like I mean I'm right there yeah, in the in the weeds of it like you know kind of like I, I have think this...
1: you're I think you're entitled to your own opinion as a personal as a as a private person or as a, as a viewer, is this what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, I adore Strange New Worlds. I, it's my favorite live action Star Trek. It replaced Voyager for me, which is huge. Um, But if, you know, but, but my favorite music and my favorite, you know, show to watch right now is Prodigy. So I I can say that cause that's, you know it's a personal opinion, like it's a taste thing. Um. You know, same thing as like, yeah, I I love Lower Decks and I love Discovery a little less. I'll still watch it. I still want to watch it. Um, you know, as a Trekky, I I love all the shows. Like it's it's fun for me to you know I I welcome all track. <laughs> like bring me yeah, bring root yeah. me the track. Um, and you know I also take a lot of gratitude in 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 Discovery because without it we wouldn't have Stranger Worlds. So that's Absolutely, something yeah. to always remember. <laughs> And you know, there's like some really, I mean, Booker, like all, all this, like and the cat, like all of these stuff, I I love, and and Michelle Yao, like all of that character, arc, like yeah, and 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 Michael Burton. like I love. There's a lot of it to love. Um, so yeah, I mean, sometimes I will disagree with a certain writing or with certain like storyline or or the, yeah, I mean, it's the same with other shows as well. Like I watched the O word, I love that show. But also, I have a shit ton of criticism about it. But I love it. I watch it every every time it comes out, every Friday. Like, I, I'll watch it. Um, so, yeah, same for Star Wars. I, I mean, I can, the, this list goes on. But I still, I want them to create more Star Wars. I want them to create more Orville. Bring season four of Orville. Um, even though there's so much. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> even though there's so much I don't like about the Orville. But I love it. Or- See, that's like a... <laughs> yeah I mean it's it's okay I I think I think especially that you're into this you should have opinions about things because people want to hear your opinions and, and people you know want to know that you're informed and that you watch things and yeah
0: I think I, I couldn't agree more like it's <laughs> It's perfectly fine to be, you know, a passive fan. I'll watch it, but that's fine. You know, kind of, I, you know, watch it as it comes out. That's grand. Uh, obviously, we, we are not that passive when it comes to our to our fandom. Um, and <laughs> you're far, you know, far more involved than I am. I, I get to be a fan of your work as well in in Star Trek, which is fantastic. Um Disc- yeah, just discoveries. It's, it's, I, I, I agree exactly with what you said. Without discovery, we directly wouldn't have strange new worlds. But also, yeah. if if discovery had come out and completely flopped in 2017, I mean, we wouldn't have things like lower decks, like Prodigy, because, you know, yeah. it needed to do well to show that there was an audience there for Star Trek. So, um, yeah, and
1: it did well. I mean, I, I thought it yeah. did well. Um, y- you know, and at, again, I, 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 really really enjoyed the first season uh the second season well the third season yes um and the and then the fourth season started i watched like two episodes and then my crazy <laughs> star trek schedule happened sure, yeah uh, and i i have not caught up on it and and then you know i think i think they moved to to picard and, and lower deck so i continued that but um yeah i still need to catch up um i also didn't watch the, the other show i didn't watch is the animated series i started it uh, and I never finished, so I I should get back to it at some point. Um, the
0: the anime series is it's it's a fun beast. So our co-host on this uh, podcast, Joseph, that's actually how we met, is because I was reviewing Star Trek, and he kind of came to me and says, "Well, have you done the the animated series?" And I said, "I'll be honest with you, I haven't." Um, and he, it's it's his favorite Star Trek. Wow, I kind of, really? I was kind of like, I was kind of said, like, "Do you mind if I ask why?" And he says, "No, no, no, go like, go back and watch it through the lens of." It's the original series in cartoon. This is just, just look at it that way. And that's exactly what it is. Because I do, yeah, every now and again you kind of catch yourself being like, oh, maybe this is, you know, kind of like, oh, I don't know. I don't love it. It's like, no, no. It's the original series. It's season four of the original <laughs> series in anime. It's like, okay, no. Yeah, when you look at it like that, uh, yeah, it is just shorter episodes. It is well worth a watch. It's bonkers. I mean, like, the 70s are written all over it. <laughs> you know I mean, like, uh, I was not around in the seventies. I have done my homework about the seventies. It's very seventies.
1: Ooh, okay.
0: Uh, but yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I, I think I think that will help me watch it now yeah. to look at it as it was, you know, a continuation uh, of the original series and not a cartoon. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, like, it, and, and I suppose, it, and, and that were I mean. Never mind the X amount of years in the meantime. That's where it's different from Lower Decks. Lower Decks was always an animated cartoon where we're going to lean into the uh, the medium of it being animation, and that's the whole gag. Whereas the yeah. animated series was just, uh, we're making season four, but we don't have the sets.
1: Yeah, interesting. Uh. Okay, <laughs> that's that's an interesting thought. Um, yeah, Lower Decks reminds me, it's it's like Futurama but in Star Trek.
0: That's actually really good. Yeah, it's a really good comparison. Um, um, and, and, and it's funny as well, because um, I think there is, uh, right or wrong, I think there is, well, wrong, but there is this idea that for some reason, animation doesn't, w- or won't hit the heights of, say, live action. And then you watch Lower Decks and you watch Prodigy and they are, they're both animation. They are completely different shows. Like there mm. there's nothing similar about them. They're both on anim- if you're kind of like this catch-all word of animation. It's just like, no, 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 no. These are two completely valid shows. And I'd say Prodigy is some of the most Star Trek Star Trek that mm. there has been in so many years. I mean that's a whole other discussion, what is Star Trek, but it's so Star Trek just done in computer generation.
1: Yeah, I agree. That that's that's how it became my favorite show because it has it has so much heart and so much of the it totally captures the the original star trek vibe like there's nothing more star trek than the the kids going back to Tars lamora to save to you know they they put themselves at risk and they go on a mission that you know maybe they won't come back from uh to save a bunch of miners that they don't know um and then all of like uh and and again the the same thing with with the fleet like they you know they sacrifice their own ship they're gonna be stranded somewhere they don't you know um, and yeah I I feel I feel like you know and and this show takes a bunch of like if we even go back to the very beginning the reason that they even be- begin to talk to one another is because of the universal translator. So that that moment to me is already more Star Trek than than most of you know. Again, I don't like the comparisons, but but to me that that is like the most Star Trek it can be. That that what brings them together is Starfleet and the way that you know th- these are a bunch of strangers who don't really know each other and they have to work together um, and to find the common ground and common values and and common language um, to work together to get a better future and to, you know, to, uh, to realize their, their real potential and yeah. So, you know, bettering ourselves, that's, that's what's, you know, Starfleet up, you know, Starfleet is about, um, you know, there, there's no currency. The currency is (laughs) to, you know, (laughs) to do the right thing and, and to be the, the better person that you can be the best person that you can be. Um, so so yeah, all of this this is all very structured, and then just the way that everything is introduced and those little stories, and like the just, um, yeah, it's you know, and and you can look at every little, um, episode, you, you know, every episode as a, as a storyline on it on its own, with lessons, with like, yeah, I don't know, it's <laughs> it just works for me. Like I I think there's no bad episode in in Prodigies so, like to me I, I i don't think there was an episode where i was like there was episodes that were harder for me to write i i will say episode uh all the world's a stage uh, episode 13 course, everyone yeah. loved that episode everyone adored that episode and it took me a very long time to connect to it uh a very very long time that was really hard for me um but actually when I started watching it, like after everyone, you know, when, when we finished it uh, at the dove mix and all that, I was like, Oh, this is now it's really working for me. (laughs) Um, And I think it had a lot to do with my own music. (laughs) Like, I, I feel like, you know, there's some episodes where you feel like your music really contributed and really helped land a certain story. Um, and, and I feel like that was one of those, um, where it, where it really helps, um, so yeah, that that's that's an example of yeah, but but ultimately I, I think I loved all episodes. It's it's very strange. Because <laughs> even in Stranger Worlds, I will say there's an episode I don't like. There's one that I don't like. <laughs> I mean I like it, I like it, but I don't like it as you know, it's like one of those episodes that I will probably not be rewatching.
0: Oh, I mean, of course, straight away, I was like, oh, I wonder which one could it be? Which
1: one could it be? <laughs> it's not out yet.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, oh, that's that's that. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I like it so. We get confirmation here that season two of Strange Worlds is dreadful. Okay, Grant, good to know. Good no, to know. I mean, oh, of I
1: season know. two is incredible, incredible, especially that, like, one of my favorite episodes is the one where it's a cross, uh, cross episode with Lord I... Dex that's one of my absolute favorites. Um there's like a bunch of like the Ortega's episode is incredible. Like really maybe maybe that's my favorite. I, I don't know. I love I love them. There's one episode where it's just not I shouldn't say I don't like it cuz I do like it. I I like what's happening in there. But part of me is like I will probably not I will not watch it like like I you know would rewatch other shows. <laughs>
0: That is, that is, that is fascinating. Look, I, I'm not going to press you on it because obviously I know. I will like say though, kinda...
1: all the fans are going to love it. I'm sure of that. I'm sure of that, 100%. <laughs> if you're ever going to freak out about it.
0: Now I, now I want to ask. I was like, I need to, I need to hear everything. I, I definitely, we're not recording anything right now. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that is, I'm so curious. Is, actually Well, I'm not sure, I'm not sure if you can answer this. Is there any kind of word of when? Because uh, I think as as of recording of this, there's been no confirmation. I think I heard vaguely June. Um, um
1: I, I don't know the release schedule. What I can tell you is I finished, you know, the score. We have a mix, dub mix for episode 10 next week. Okay. Um, So that's supposed to be in the can unless they, you know, decide to for some reason open up and change things um and if you look at the release schedule then you have you know picard coming up and then they're sure. gonna run in february for what 10 weeks Ten, so that yeah puts, that puts us in in april so maybe they'll take a break but my bet is is again may like last year wasn't think, it last year in may i um, think
0: i think i think you're right actually Joe, you yes you're, you're you're dead right it was so
1: that that Would be my guess, but it's it's a totally educated, like you know, it's it's not an educated guess, it's I don't really gotcha. know. Um, it's just a, a thought like that makes sense. Um, because mm. they do have a gap, right? Because um, because Picard is not continuing, uh, as far as I know. So then, yeah, you have the yeah. recovery season five, um, wait, five, six, yes, no, up to, yeah, five, we're
0: up to five, five, yeah,
1: um, and then. Yeah, uh so yeah, my bet is like uh so we have Picard, Stranger World season two, um, and then uh I think it's gonna be probably Discovery season five, lower deck season four, prodigy season two. Uh and prodigy might run for I don't know if they'll release 20 episodes or, or just 10. We'll we'll see.
0: I think we were talking before with the Hagemans, and I think they're looking at it a run of 20, which I would love.
1: Yeah, um, yeah that's what yeah. I think that's what we're aiming for like we, we've been hard at work and we're like we're I think I think the the idea is to try to finish those 20 episodes by the end of this year uh so I'm, I'm very busy
0: <laughs> I, I, but it's,
1: I, fun. I, it's fun it's fun really when am I just yeah it's such a great show like I'm. yeah I'm I'm so happy to be part of it um yeah both both shows are amazing again both shows are amazing I can't I'm you know I, I can't wait to see that final. The final episode of of you know two two ten is like mind blowing for Frustration Stranger So, um, yeah, that's I, that's a really strong piece.
0: <laughs> I'm literally, I'm, I'm I'm so excited. I am so curious as to how the crossover with Lower Decks is going to happen. Okay. Uh, I think we're all just like. Because I, I remember wonder. when the announcement came, we knew there was going to be somewhere along the way. We knew there was going to be a crossover. There had to be there so much happening, you know, there had to be, no one thought it was going to be those two. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, That's funny. Oh, but, but animated, but time, what? <laughs> you know, yeah. So, yeah. I'm but, so but curious.
1: Is, you know, it's a funny episode. It's really good. But also, I mean, I cried at the end. <laughs> I cry a lot in everything, but uh, there's like some really touching moments there. You know, at least two of them where I cry.
0: <laughs> I, am so I'm so <laughs> <That's>, curious.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just really great writing, and you know the it's it's really good writing. Um, just how they, yeah, very smart. I I think uh I think Mike uh Hennig, what's his name uh, okay. uh Mike McMahon. <laughs> Mike McMahon, I think he was involved in this too. Like it, you know, it's it's really it feels like a solid um you know, a solid uh uh marriage between those two shows.
0: I so I I I, I, I I'm I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Yeah, um, it's it's good listen i must ask so like you're you're doing all this star trek everything is amazing and then this this little franchise um you know, this little little known franchise uh based on an old uh you know comic strip comes along <laughs> and um i mean for love and thought of it's kind of like wow <laughs> well, i have, I mean, to, I
1: have- yeah I have to thank Michael for that as well (laughs) um and uh the gods of uh the gods of filmmaking I guess (laughs) um because that was really really fun to do and that talk about like big budget Hollywood that was like a hundred piece orchestra and 30 piece choir and you know it's like the dream of every composer because you basically get to work with you know the best musicians in the world um uh so we record us in 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 abbey road in in uk um but you also have you know because it's thor you also um you also have the these guitars and bass and drums and <laughs> and synths and it's, so so a lot of like elements are not part of a traditional orchestra like i don't have that in, in star trek um so so it was really fun it's like a, a very fun palette for like color um the very interesting thing is that the the orchestra you now have woodwinds and I think that was uh one of the early choices Michael did um so that it feels a little more muscular and you know like Thor <laughs> uh he doesn't need the woodwinds he's Thor <laughs> uh but but that was a really cool choice cuz cuz that 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 gives the the orchestra a more um like a low mid low range rather than the high range so the highest instrument is like violin or um or trumpet but uh and guitars or or, uh, certain percussions there's also two harps it was like a massive they just create such a massive sound um so yeah and then you have all these like beautiful actors and I just look at them and I you know I literally fell in love with every actor there it's uh (laughs)
0: <laughs> it, 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 it is hard. a bit hard. Like you, you kind of watch the screen, and be like, "This, this isn't like how how are you? Could you not just be ugly? Just, just please be ugly." You know, I, I want to yeah. feel included. You know, I'm, I'm of course kidding. Um, yeah. Oh um, well,
1: well, yeah. I mean, I, I felt included. I, I actually, yeah. I mean, it's. I think you can identify with a lot of the characters and. um you know you can find something relatable in in thor and in um in mighty thor and uh in valkyrie uh and 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 even in gore uh honestly he has a good point like <laughs> the, the, i watched The uh, did, did you watch do you know the peach meeting channel for uh
0: yes yeah Iran.
1: um so they have they have you know they uh they make fun of <laughs> of of movies and and their writing and you know story points don't make any sense and uh and he made a good point i i felt like you know the gore is really you know he thinks the gods betrayed him and that the gods don't care about their humans and then what he does is he's kept, you know he's taking the kids so that the gods will come to save them so that really contradicts his entire theory <laughs> you know I was like that that that's true (laughs) how did nobody notice that (laughs) like because he believes that the the gods will not care then why does he do that because they're you know in his theory they're not going to care um but yeah it was it was just really fun to to work on this and you know I I look at my screen I'm like did I like are these people in my like you know it's not something I expected uh so so it was really fun like you know all my favorite actors, um, just you know, in, on my in my studio here, like on on this big screen.
0: So <laughs> that's so cool. And, and what then uh, is is was there like a different feeling working with Disney as opposed to say working with Paramount? Was there was there more more pressure, less pressure, um, like what, or or was it even just like well, no, no, no? I mean, different. like other than the fact that there's so much more money, this is just another day at <laughs> the office.
1: It's a different dynamic um I would say also uh well on this project you know I, I was basically collaborating with Michael. Um, so Michael you know is is you know he he started this thing by the time I but I was brought on the project he already wrote about you know about half of the score. Um, and and the reason uh that he brought me on was that the movie has changed so much um and it got postponed and they they did a lot of reshoots and so by that time the movie has you know they changed the scenes, they changed the the like they took a scene from the beginning and they put them in the end like they they really made a whole different cut um and michael was not super available at the time because he was working on on werewolf by night which is the the, the marvel movie he directed and and scored as well so they, that was busy time um so, so that dynamic is is a bit different than than me working with a showrunner uh, that I've been working with for ten episodes, you know, mm-hmm. on on Star Trek, um, and and now I'm working, you know, with Michael, which I've worked with for the past few years. So, you know, we're we're a very good, you know, team, and and like, you know, with the, I I understand, you know, if he, if he'll give me like feedback, like you know, two sentences, I'll I'll know exactly how to how to do that and what what he means, And I'll interpret it. Like I know, and often I'll think, okay, what would what would he do in this scene right now? Like when I come to write, I'll be like, you know, what will Michael do? And I actually I do that, you know, this is a thought I, I have a lot on Star Trek as well, but on that, on Thor, it was very legit for me to be like, what would Michael do? here? So, and, and what would, you know, what, what should Nami do that, you know, so um, that would sound kind of like in, in, in what Michael started with like the, you know, the, the, the love theme or, or Thor's theme. So, um, so it was more, know so there's michael and then there's uh you know the producers of of marvel and and the director like taika um and you know a lot of the feedback actually came from from editors uh you know because because the editors are very you know they're very familiar with what um the the holy trinity let's say the 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 because there's like three big producers at marvel um and and so they make a lot of those those musical calls um so the editors kind of anticipated those notes um and so they they gave them to to the music editor um who then uh, conveyed them to us uh in terms of like what you know how to move forward um so that that's just a different structure i guess um in in the way that that they work as opposed to paramount and and nickelodeon um which i i feel like you know nickelodeon and paramount like it's it's a more personal relationship it's more uh, there's less distance and it's more close. And, uh, frankly, like things are also very much on like, you know, the, the, the schedules are, you know, the TV releases are, are so, um, you know, well-planned, um, that, you, you know, that those productions are very, you know, the time is very important, um, in, in in that sense, and, and I feel like w- with Marvel, the, the, the fact that they have a lot of budget means that they also, you know, they can play around a little bit with, you know, when are we going to do that? When Yes, they still have a release that they they are committed to. You know, July is not going to change. That has to be the summer movie. It's not going to change. Um, but they they will push extra hours for a certain department to make it work so that they can allow themselves more time on something. Uh, y- y- you see? So, so it's... Um, you know bo- both both projects will get to the end point but uh it's it's about the how um and I enjoyed both you know I I, I had an amazing time on on a marvel like I'll tomorrow I'll sign up on a marvel if I if I could you know I'll live like let me score whatever like it's so it's so fun and I'm you know I'm I'm a pretty big geek like I I would <laughs> I love that stuff um and I watch all their shows, uh, so, so uh, yeah. I mean, I love it, and and then Star Trek is is my other love, and you know, I I just I enjoy all these like fantasy and and sci fi, and I love everything to be honest. So I I'm just lucky. <laughs>
0: um, it sounds like. It, it, it sounds like you're basically living the dream you're you're yeah. you're all of us who would love to you know kind of like oh it'd be great one day to visit a set and you're just like you know not i'm visiting the set i'm creating the soundscape for you know <laughs> star trek you know for marvel um this is like uh, well, i, I have am
1: not visited the set of strange worlds i want to um maybe next uh you know whenever whenever they again shoot strange new worlds uh then
0: <laughs> right so so, 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 so this, this is our call now come on we gotta get now we gotta get a picture of you in the captain's chair
1: <clears throat> yes that i w- i would love that um I, I i did get one in new york what that wasn't really the captain's chair i mean when they brought it to palisander um but it wasn't really the the set and everything. Yeah, I want to go to Toronto or whatever. I think they shoot it in Toronto now. Strangely so. Worth
0: Toronto, yeah. Yeah,
1: so um, hopefully whenever, uh, if and whenever uh, that next season happens, uh, then I want to go.
0: That is quite well. Well, fingers crossed. I know, like, as a fan, obviously, yes, bring on season three. I think it's doing okay so we'll we'll see i'm quietly confident that i don't think it's going to be cancelled at the end of season two or anything um i know there are corners of the internet that will insist that in the time it's taken us to have this conversation it's been cancelled and brought back three times Um, right (laughs) yeah i I mean that's great
1: my assumption is that it should it should at least get seven seasons um and i think it's the flagship show right now uh you know, from 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 what I see from fans and from you know people who you know even people who are not fans are not they don't know Star Trek but they they're saying oh I, I want to watch Strange and Worlds. and that's great. <laughs>
0: so. it, like it, it is and you you're so right because obviously Picard's coming to an end at the end of season three. Um Discovery uh which we're all very Discovery it's divisive but we're grateful it exists because because yeah. of Discovery of Star Trek. Um uh but yeah I, th- I think you're right i think and, and in a way it's kind of fitting that it would be the flagship show it's on the flagship at the end of the of starfleet
1: right exactly so uh, uh I'm, I'm proud of it and yeah you know discovery again i i appreciate it uh regardless of you know and i'm still intending to watch season maybe i'll just binge it like four and five when it comes out uh you know together so well, <laughs> i won't have to wait <laughs> i might
0: do Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I, as a fan that gap between episode 10 and episode 11 of prodigy killed me yeah
1: oh. it's hard it's hard i, I didn't
0: have a gap <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like, you know, everyone over here is like oh what i what, know what happens in episode 11 and you're just like uh-huh, i know <laughs> oh yeah
1: i also know what happens what happens in episode 201 but ah. I wish I could talk about it. there's there's a friend of mine he's who's so angry with me whenever I accidentally say stuff to him. <laughs> he's like, you, you cannot say that. And I'm like, I I yeah, I, I shouldn't. I yeah. But,
0: but that's so funny as well, because yeah, I I think it's it's one of the things that where you know, you're like, Oh, I want to know all the secrets. Do you though? Or do you not want to just watch it as it comes out? Do you don't want to just like enjoy it as it comes out because I've been the person that's like, I want to know spoilers, I want to know spoilers. And yes, no, I'm absolutely about to ask you. How <laughs> did it feel scoring, you know, Spock's oh, death in episode one of season two of Strange yeah. New Worlds? Bold direction.
1: Yeah. I mean, Spock is um, you know, we're gonna mourn him for a long time now. Um, yeah, it's it's hard. Uh and and you know, uh, to Pring and Chapel, uh, they they become very close after Spock's death.
0: Um, if they were close. I mean, like I see it happening. I mean, <laughs> yes. Yeah. You
1: know. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So ultimately, you know, it becomes a like a like a like a love triangle, but with the dead Spock, and then he comes back from another timeline, and so it's like a whole thing. Um, very, you know, very, very, uh, yeah. So like the the second kelvin
0: timeline really
1: uh where it comes back in time but like but yeah never mind
0: <laughs> um. <laughs> it, it's, it's out in my head i'm imagining a holodeck episode and we would yeah. need obviously to use cgi for this where you have nimoy quinto and peck in the same scene i wow. would love it
1: if we bring quinto, oh I, I would oh i would love that or like yeah um but uh so yeah it's hard it's You know, especially okay, keeping keeping the fact that Essentia was uh was a you know a a cot, um, that was very hard for me to to keep, but I but I did I'm proud of myself for not 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 spoiling this for anyone. Um yeah, it's it's kind of hard because you're you're alone, you can only talk to other creators on the show. Um, and I often do that, like I'll often I don't know if if Kevin really likes it but I'll I'll ask him questions like why is this and this on the bridge or like why you know all, all sorts of like questions that I know that that people on Twitter are going to ask <laughs> and I present those things and sometimes I get a good answer <laughs> um but it's and it's really fun to talk about you know I'm I'm glad that I can you know I can talk about things with with my crew uh on on stranger worlds um i work very closely with matt decker it's funny because his uh you know there's a a character like that um but uh, so Mr. Decker, I call him Mr. Decker. Um, <laughs> uh, we we talk a lot. Like he's he's also a big trackie. and uh, so he he's my music editor. It just absolutely amazing. I you know he's my number one. <laughs> um, th- this is really how it feels. Like you're you're a captain and you have your crew, uh, and so you know there's my number one, and then there's my age my engineer who records and mixes. The score and then there's the orchestra that's the entire crew and the orchestrators who are also like you know the 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 bridge officers so it's all very yeah you know it feels like we're a part of starfleet um and uh yeah so so it's it's helpful that that matt is super you know he's so well versed in all the story and everything and and we always like you know we half of our messages are, are just conversations about the show and about what's happening in the show and about like you know other shows um so it's uh it's it's fun it's I I'm glad I can share it with someone (laughs) uh who cares about it you know (laughs) um
0: it it is it's it's like you know it's it's every Trekkie's dream and every Trekkie's nightmare is to know all these things and not be able to tell anyone yeah
1: exactly and, and there's this character and we were both so worried for her um at at the end of season two uh of a strange world we were just like you know and uh you know we we just we continued to talk about it for a while and then we convinced ourselves that it's okay <laughs> so we we you know i don't know if it's okay or not but um <laughs> uh, we just you know we convinced ourselves that's it's easier when there's two people who decide things. <laughs> yeah.
0: it's kind of, you know, we agree, we agree. That's cool. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what. So, so Nami, no, thank you. So, much. We're coming up to the end of this now because you've been so generous with your time and I really, really appreciate it. Oh, um,
1: it's, it's okay. I'm I'm not in a rush. Uh, so it's up to you. Oh,
0: that's great. Cool. Okay. So for the next three hours.
1: Um, <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um yeah, there, my so, cat
1: be mad. <laughs> I don't want him mad.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. No, no, no. Well, well, yeah. what, what the cast involved, we, we understand. No, there so there's there's gonna be there's two more questions I have right. for you. Um but before I get to those, um again, just want to say thank you so much. Absolutely love what you're like this musically, I love what's going on um on Prodigy and Strange New Worlds. Um mm-hmm. it's just yeah it it's like it's it's appointment viewing and it's appointment listening as well Aww. so well
1: thank you i i really hope that the album first i know a lot of people have been asking about it and i've been asking about it too uh so i really 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 hope that we can finally release the thing <laughs> cuz it's it's ready it's in the can so uh i think it's mainly paperwork stuff that has been delaying things Yeah. Um,
0: that is a, but it, it's funny you say it? we're um i'm also a massive doctor who fan and we've been waiting for the soundtrack for season 10 which is nearly two oh. doctors ago uh oh. for 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 quite a while now it's some, and again it's it's all paperwork so uh, yeah. in fact we've had um, season 11 and 12 soundtracks have come out since but we haven't had oh. anyway, anyway
1: interesting <laughs> i mean i don't think that will happen uh for you know I think worst, the worst case scenario that I can imagine is that album one and two will just come out together as, you okay. know, a huge piece. Um, but I, I hope that is not the case. I I, I don't know yet. I hope not. Good,
0: <laughs> well, cool. cool, because my Star Trek playlist on Spotify is very conspicuously missing Strange New Worlds, and I can't <laughs> wait to include it. Yeah. Um, so my, my second to last question is, um, and I suppose we touched on this a little bit, but in a completely NDA friendly way, what can you tease us um, about or, what we get uh, to look forward to uh, in both Prodigy and Strange oh. New Worlds? And if the answer to that is nothing, that's totally fine.
1: Um, well, I think a lot of fans will be very happy with uh, season two of, well, actually both, but um, but let's talk a bit about Prodigy. I mean, I can't. I probably can't say anything that Dan and Kevin <laughs> didn't say. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, I just think a lot of fans will be very happy, um, e- even though that we lost the Protostar, star. Um, we're gaining other things. Um, so you know, for me, let's say I'm as as a as a Voyager fan. Um, I think, you know, seeing Janeway in her element and seeing where where that character is going um, is very pleasing <laughs> for me <laughs> personally. Uh, so then there's that. Uh, and we know, you know, uh, that some storylines have not been finished from the previous season. So we're going to hear more of those characters and see more of them. Um, and then musically, there's also a lot of fun stuff that I get to like continue from the previous season as well. Um, and then with Strange New Worlds, uh, there's a lot to look forward to. I mean, the Ortegas episode is is absolutely mind-blowing. Um, and it's not just just her, it's all the all that episode in, in general. Um, there's a lot of beautiful things for Uhura. Uh I mean I'm a huge Uhura fan. Um for me, I think my favorite episode is probably episode two so so far uh for strange worlds the 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 one with the comet um oh, where, yeah. where we get to see Uhura's first away mission and and Uhura's you know first time like dealing with a huge <laughs> you know a huge responsibility and and the all the musical element of it um uh and her connection with with Spock and, and we see how that friendship is is formed. Um So seeing more things through Hura's eyes uh, for me is is always a great thing. And and I I think we have more of that in in season two. Um, And then, yeah, we just get to, to learn more about, you know, the characters. We get to learn a lot more about Lan uh which i i love and you know she's such a complex she's got such a complex past and she's got this all this family uh <laughs> name that that is uh bringing a lot of uh you know emotions to mainly to her really um so that's <laughs> that's interesting um so yeah uh i i don't want to like say anything that that i shouldn't be saying but there is a lot of adventure and uh yeah, I would say settle up because it's a it's a good uh, <laughs> it's a good season.
0: <laughs> I am I am very very excited. As as of recording, there's been no trailers or anything, so I'm really excited just to see what's happening. And yeah. and and again,
1: been just one. There's been one clip uh, that came out of uh, uh, from Ortega's episode, mm, right? Uh, I, I don't know if you've seen it. Yes, yeah,
0: that, that was dropped right where she's about to yeah. go on an away mission, but. Yeah.
1: But, <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I can like, like, just feel her frustration. Melissa Navia's, in, in that scene alone, she's brilliant. Well, and I was like.
1: Well, she going in a way mission? And is it in this episode? ta ta ta!
0: Be hilarious if like, this isn't actually, it'll turn out, it's, it's a great misdirect. That scene, it's not from the Ortega's episode at all. It's just like, oh, back on the bridge. Oh, okay. And it's actually <laughs> later on down the season or something. You're like, oh, wow, that was good misdirect. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, there's a lot of misdirect in, in this. Um, yeah. Well, I, I love I love I love this season. It's it's a good season.
0: Um the the last question I'm gonna ask. So this is a question I ask of every guest who comes on this pod. Everyone has very similar and very different answers. So uh, it's a very easy question. No, no thought necessary, very, very light. Um what does Star Trek mean to you?
1: Um mm uh a promise i think a promise to uh the betterment of humanity I, I know it sounds so cliche but uh i feel like people who watch the show um are bettering themselves by watching it like you know because because it makes you think it makes you and that's that's why i was so attracted to it, you know when, when i started watching because because it makes you you know you you want to learn more about about these ethic dilemmas that are presented you want to you want to understand what you would do you want to explore more about um you know sciences and it it gets you to explore and it gets you to you know to to go you know you you i don't know it, it brings you more confident it, it brings you like yeah there's promise in it you know it's a it's that's what it is To me. Like I I feel uh it's it's the the good and and hopeful and and positivity uh of of our future, like what it could potentially bring. Like I wanna I wanna live in that that future of, of track. Like if I had to choose between you know the future of Star Wars or the future of track, I prefer that. Like and and I and I see it, you know, just we talked about like the replicators. So that's one example but also if you look at the the, the original series and they had all these like screens right um and that these are like today's uh you know font phone calls or, or the video calls are that's exactly that um and so you know i hope somebody's working on a warp drive somewhere i mean i i kind of researched that so i know that some people are uh and there's also all sorts of like uh, um propulsion systems that are being influenced by by all these like sci-fi elements that we're creating um so yeah so i hope you know and in an ultimate war in an you know in an in a ultimate is that the word in a in a in the best uh option of the world like it, it would be great to you know to not have all the currency stuff like not 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 be driven by by money or power or like you know but but by other things so um you know this is a very <laughs> optimistic view of the future but uh yeah we'll we'll see what happens
0: i i i i love that and and it's 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 funny as well I, I that you said like you know oh it might sound cliche there's it's a very very universal theme is the the brighter future um and that we can get past the world as it is at the moment that we can do better
1: yeah. i think we can is- no. Yes, but the problem is, well, according to track history, there's still like all the 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 World War Three and the eugenics wars and Khan, and, like, you know, all of that and Star Trek discoveries like there's and, and the, the Romulan supernova, like there's a lot of bad shit that's about to happen. Oh,
0: <laughs>
1: so we have to pass through that, like to, to get there. Um, But yeah, that's my, my hope is that, you know, the real aliens will just so- show themselves and kind of do what 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 strange and world did in episode one where they just like mm. hey okay we we have the bigger guns so you just you know just see you know I have the bigger ship um <laughs> just make peace between yourselves and you'll be fine <laughs> you know you don't want to do what we did to ourselves yada yada um just get you know imagine if if they're out there that would be so great you know if they just came down and be like you know you, you guys have to you know, start growing up. Come on,
0: <laughs> I I am so <laughs> on board with that. Um, because uh, there, there's there's a Twitter account that's counting down the days until the Vulcans arrive. Yeah, as I
1: well. Uh, <laughs> uh,
0: I'm just like yeah, I like that one. I like that one.
1: The yeah, days yeah. until we meet the Vulcans or something.
0: <laughs> yeah. Is it because I think like, nearly every time the comments are just like, could they could they get a bit of a move on, please?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean that would be great. Um yeah, that would be great. That's a whole other conversation though. Like there's a lot of uh of um theories about you know that maybe they're already here and stuff. So this is interesting.
0: And if they are already here. Show oh, yourselves, I... please. Yeah, exactly.
1: Exactly. I'm like, please. Yeah. <laughs> please make <laughs> please, a move. Please. Yeah. <laughs> what are you waiting for
0: <laughs> okay, okay, uh, that or they're just getting front row seats to be like let well, us leave it to the last minute then they'll oh, really okay. love us
1: yeah. holiday. that's another yeah. theory <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it's like end program <laughs>
1: yeah, no no that's not gonna be so easy it's like episode 17 where we gotta play the, the game that's
0: all right that's cool as long as i get some kick-ass pirate themes during it i'm laughing yeah, yeah, that's fine yeah. with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nami, thank you so so much. Um, you have been just so cool. This has been thank great. You. This uh, has
1: been really great conversation. So thank you. I, you, you I are, enjoyed it.
0: <laughs> you are so welcome. You are so welcome. Um, if anyone of our listeners wants to do, say reach out and find you online, where is the best place to do that? To um,
1: Instagram, Twitter. Uh, I'm at Nami Composer. That's a
0: very original. <laughs> I like it. It's simple. It's to the point. I like it. Um no, that that is brilliant. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'll include those links in the description of this episode. Enjoy the hundreds of thousands of new followers you're about to get. Um oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> of course. Uh, and to those hundreds of thousands of followers, thank you very much, everyone, for listening along. You have been awesome, you have been wonderful. We will, of course, be back next week with another episode of The War Room and the Clone Star Pod. Um, you are awesome. But, Nami, you're even more awesome. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. You're awesome, too.
0: (laughs) We're all All awesome. All right. Everyone, live long and prosper.